Welcome to That Sucks, presented by Handshake Agency. Fuck yeah, yeah. nailed it wow. first take. See, we should get Mr. Dan Tommy in every time. Who? Special guest today. Hello, sir. Hello. Would you like to intro yourself and just give us your life story in a cool 20, 30 seconds or to half an hour? My life story Hang is- on. Before you do that. Yes. <laughs> I'm Troy. No. No, yeah. <laughs> I was so You're close. fucking so fucked, mate. You gotta like, so you gotta close. say, you gotta introduce yourself first before- like, guest. Yeah, talk to the guest as well, but like, who, who are you, Dan Cribb? Listen, if, if they're listening to this podcast, then we're, they already know who we are, but I'm Dan Cribb. That's Troy Nababan, Nababan. Drinking a coffee, not eating a bagel. I, I wondered time. how you, you know, pronounced your last name. Yeah, a lot of people do. I, I always tell a story like whenever I used to be on a plane. Do you remember planes? Mm. Uh, you'd board a plane <laughs> and they'd be like, Mr. Smith, thank you very much. You know, here's your seat. Mrs. Jones, nice to see you, Mr. You know, one A over there. You know, just, just go sit down. They they did really the yeah. Because <laughs> nice like, why would like you're not gonna try and say Nababan? And when you go get a coffee, no. are they like uh, flat white? They look at the name and go flat white. Yeah, they could say Troy, but I don't know. Yeah, they they that's, could. That's, I don't think they usually use surnames for yeah, that's not a good joke coffees. At all. No. <laughs> so you touch on something good there. Not good, but planes, COVID's cooked travel. It's also cooked cinema. Which is why oh, we have- Oh, fucking segue. Which is- I'm just- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. See Look you at later. him. Look at him go. Which is why Piecing we've- uh, together. We've wrangled Dan today. So, just give us a give us your resume away. Oh, wow. Uh, well, I guess, like, I've been working in the cinema industry for almost 11 years now. And uh, with that, I've also uh, do film production. So, I'm a film producer- here uh so i've been doing that since um graduating in 2012 um so i've been doing that for almost 10 years now so i think i've got a good kind of like idea of how the the film industry works and everything like that good grasp uh i like long walks on the beach uh i don't know how much more (laughs) i can uh tell you i don't really like long walks on the beach personally too much sand no just yeah i don't really like sand so well you don't have to walk on the beach you can also you can always just use that path you heard it here first on that sucks use the path yeah but you're still outside and you have to walk it's just too many things too many things to think about you have to drive to the beach you have to get out. Yeah, I don't like walk. any of that. Yeah, I like to drive to a seat and continue sitting down. Like now. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about how COVID is impacting cinema, which is it's gone. It's really bad, right? Yeah, that's the sucks. best way. That sucks. Yeah, that's the best way to say yeah. it. Yeah. First question: um, What is COVID? <laughs> oh God, I'm kidding. I already <laughs> no, it doesn't joke. exist. Have you really? It's fake yeah. news. So yeah, I guess there's so much, it's it's changing so rapidly. Like we're we're based in WA and cinemas, like things in WA mm. seem to be yeah. kind of largely going back to normal. But yes. I guess we're still tied. Like the cinema industry in WA and Perth is still tied to the the larger world. And right, like that's it. Yeah. So we're really getting the effect of what's happening overseas. So in the UK and the US and China. Um, so. Yeah, it's a very interesting times. It's unknown times, mm. so therefore it becomes scary times. Because yeah, you you go into work like I work at um I work now at uh, the one just down the road here. Um, but yeah, you go into the workplace and then you just kind of like find out new information from day to day. So, yeah. Well, like the most recent thing was I think today even um, Greenland that Greenland yeah. yeah um it was it's that was announced today is going to 
on demand. Okay. And we had like Soul, the Pixar movie. Yes. Like you, you and I were talking a week ago and that yeah. was up in the air and now that's yeah. going straight to Disney Plus with, yeah, no, with no additional fee. Is, right. it, is this news to you, Troy? Yeah. I don't know that at all. What mm. what movie is it? It's like a Pixar animated. Disney Pixar, yeah. Yeah. It's it called was, looked really cool. Hmm. Looked really cool. Like more closer to like Inside Out kind okay. of territory cool. for Pixar because I didn't. Onward was cool. It was good, but like this, this was the one to look forward to because it just looks like like a Coco Inside Out or something yep. like that. But so, no, yeah. but they've snatched it and it's going straight to. I saw um today like UK cinemas are really angry about it. Yeah, well, I would say a lot of cinemas are just angry at the studios at the moment, just because you you work together. The distributors contact the exhibitors, so cinemas are exhibitors. Um, the distributors contact the exhibitors and say, this is what we've got coming up, you know, so please help us kind of like promote this. So we'll promote this together because we need people to see the movie. And where do they go to see the movie? They go to the cinemas. So now that studios are kind of like pushing the films back to like, you know, next year or they're, they're opting for streaming services, it's just kind of it, it doesn't help the cinema at all because like, you know, if people aren't going to the cinema then the cinema industry is dying. Then once everything goes back to some kind of new normal, there's not going to be any cinemas around to show movies anymore. So, yeah, it's just a very interesting time at the moment. It's kind of like you throw that on the pile with a lot of music venues and mm. well, I guess mm-hmm. the music industry as well or yep. anything with live entertainment. It's kind of everyone's in the same boat, aren't they? That's a- It's interesting though because cinemas are, even in the UK and US, they're kind of opening still and yeah they're opening i don't know who would be going right over there now. over there yeah. okay so because i'm very done with this so at the moment uh the cinema that you work at that has eight theaters within it right mm-hmm. so how busy is it like compared to how it maybe would be pre-covid like rough percentage um well i've actually just started at this cinema but like you know it's it's definitely a lot quieter mm-hmm. than it used to be um the the other cinema that I used to work at, which is a big complex, is very very quiet compared to, you know, last year. Um, really depends. Like a lot of the time, it's just like it depends on the the movies coming out, the weather, and everything like that. What else is going on in Perth? But um, yeah, right now it's 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 I, I couldn't give you like a, a a figure saying that it's half. But it's a lot less yeah. than than last year. Like yeah. for example, we might have got three thousand admits on a pretty good Sunday, mm-hmm. and then like now for Sundays we're you know just barely getting to a thousand admits. Right. So, so what? But like what? Because you know everything's getting pushed back. Like Bond, yes. Soul, like Mulan was a big one. We did a whole episode on that going yeah. to Disney Plus. Like what's come? Like what are cinemas doing? And like, because you know, and we had Tenant and Bill and Ted. Yes. How like so? When things are released, are they doing well? Or I guess like when these movies are coming out, like with Tenant, that was uh, an interesting one because Tenant got pushed back just a little bit. You know, it was it, the the promotion behind it was like coming to cinemas. So Nolan was very very like adamant of having it in cinemas and... It kind of had people, to, right? It, it was had like... to. Like, it was a movie made to be watched in a cinema. And that was actually the reason why we all started opening up again. Because of Tenant? Because of Tenant. To get ready for Tenant. Wow. And, um, well, because that was a blockbuster where uh, we knew that people would want to see it 
Um, Christopher Nolan's got, you know, got the, the Dark Knight trilogy, you know, Dunkirk did really well. So, you know, we, we definitely thought that Tenant would be the, the movie to bring people back to cinemas. Um, but we opened our cinema or, you know, the cinema that I worked for, we opened just before the school holidays hit, just so, you know, we could get people back into the swing of getting into cinemas and stuff. And, you know, it was, that's the time where we are the most like busy, the where we're at the busiest cause you know, families and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, some cinemas here didn't reopen until Tenet actually came out as well so yeah tenant was the movie that made cinemas open again and then all the blockbusters after that got pushed back so it's like cinemas opened expecting to have yeah pretty all much. these other amazing films for the rest yeah. of the year and then well you had trolls i guess you could consider that as a blockbuster because I, I i would i would consider it a blockbuster for kids yeah because sure. it's, it's part of a franchise but yeah everything else is just yeah, push back. And, you know, you've got these trailers that are dropping saying that it's coming out like at the end of the year, but it's probably not going to. So, yeah, it's just you just don't know what's really going on and what, what movie's going to move next and where it's going to go. Like Bond has been pushed back to April next year. Will it stay there next year? Who knows? Mm. Yeah. So what else are you showing then if the, if it's not new release stuff? Is it just you got Spider-Man showing um, on loop? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're showing some classics. So I think all the cinemas at the moment are just trying to to think of new ideas to bring people to the cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you've got some cinemas that are doing kind of like movie doubles, showing like retro kind of classics and um, uh, revisiting kind of like much loved trilogies like we did the matrix trilogy like i don't know if it's really that loved uh, <laughs> yeah. uh at least a third of that trilogy is not i, too I bad. was just like well the matrix is a good choice but reloaded and revolutions i i don't know if people are going to come for that one uh uh we i think we did um lord of the rings I'm pretty sure we did. Uh, we did Star Wars. A lot of that stuff is kind of hard to get normally, right? But yeah. is it easier now with COVID? Because like, well, are the studios trying to yeah. help? Well, you- that's that's it. I think the studios are trying to help. They are pushing some, you know, releases back. And that's, it's understandable because, you know, the the filmmakers want people to watch their movies. Like John Krasinski did A Quiet Place 2. He pushed it back because he made this movie for the fans and everything. So he wants people to be able to watch it in a safe environment. So you can understand that. Some other things that studios are pushing back, we're kind of wondering why. But, yeah, to answer your question, um, yeah, studios, you know, sometimes put these kind of like properties in a vault and you can't access it as a cinema, you know, like you can request it, but they might say, no, they might have all these other plans for it already in the works. So yeah, Star Wars is a, is a very um, well-protected property by Disney and, you know, they released it from the vault and they allowed cinemas to, to show a new hope Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So like that do well. Yeah, it actually did. Um, At my cinema that I was working at at the time, Gold Class was going off with um, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and not sure about Return of the Jedi. Uh, that's a, that's a weird one, but like, yeah, did really well. Mm. Does it yeah. cost the same? <laughs> that's it. Bye. See ya. Amazing. As uh, in, like, gold for, Class as a uh, like me as sure, a I'm trying to get free Gold <laughs> Class. <tickets. laughs> no, no, no. If, I, if I'm going to go see Star Wars, just. In a normal cinema, would yeah. it cost the same as a new release movie? Or is it you guys would like reduce the rate for that sort of thing? Um, so for some alternate content stuff, it is a different 
price. But the thing is, when we reopened, we offered to our members half price tickets. So yep. for the loyalty members, yeah. So we offered half price tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you could get it for half price. Um, but if you're not a member, then you'd have to pay full price. So therefore, yeah, it was a full price adult ticket to okay. go see Star Wars. Yeah. How so, long? Mm. Sorry. So I'm I'm kind of thinking right. All like it seems that all these big movies are getting pushed back, like Bond and yep. and whatever else. Instead of like, and they're not all going to on demand, right? Like the like Soul yeah. is, but yeah. Does it kind of prove that the studios need cinemas? Like, because if they can't launch them in the cinema, it's not going to work, or they. You know what I mean? Like, they kind of need cinemas, but then they're not helping them? Yeah, I guess, like, we'll have to wait until, you know, Soul comes out, which I think is at the end of December, to really see if if Disney needs cinemas or not. Um, You know, they've got Disney Plus, which I think is doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, so but I mean, you just sort of said that they've opened the vault on the Star Wars stuff. Like, isn't yeah. that maybe a little carrot to say like, hey, guys, sorry, we're going to release some of this stuff on streaming straight away, but you can have this stuff that we otherwise wouldn't let you have. Yeah. Is well, that kind of compensated a little bit? Yeah, I guess a little bit. It's it's an interesting one because um, Star Wars is already available on Disney Plus. So, yeah. you know, like it's not like they're, they're giving like us property that you can't access anywhere else. Mm. So, you but know. It's more the experience, isn't it? That's it. That's what we're hoping that, you know, the consumer wants to see these movies on the big screen rather than just staying at home and watching it on like their whatever size TV that they have um, and whatever kind of, uh, you know, if they've got a 4K TV or high definition TV or whatever like that. Um, so, yeah, we're, we definitely are a cinema um, that really promotes the experience mm-hmm. of going to the cinema. That's what it's all about. It's mm. just about kind of like escaping the real world mm. and and getting lost in this in these stories and then, you know, like getting your popcorn and anything that we can do as a pre-screening activity as well just to enhance the kind of experience for for the cinema goer is like, you know, what we strive for yep. as well. Yeah, so I think a lot of cinemas are doing that at the moment. Like before COVID hit, we were doing like a lot of Fright Nights kind of stuff. So we were doing like a lot of interactive kind of things where, you know, just to warm people up for the movie, we'll like do some theming before people would, you know, go in mm-hmm. to watch the movie. So I would like, you know, turn the the cinema tunnel into kind of like a horror maze. So I'll have like people dressed up and jumping out. Yep. And, and spilling your popcorn. Like kind of music. Well, that's it. Yeah, I had one guy spill his whole drink on his shirt, and like, we had to get him a new one and stuff. So a new he shirt? wasn't quite prepared. Yeah, no, no, a new drink. <laughs> it was uh, unfortunately white as well, so you could really see that Coke stain. So that's uh, all part of the cinema experience. Yeah. That was it. You know, like that was actually really funny, and I'm really enjoyed that moment. I tell a lot of people about that story. Yeah, it's all, it's all about the, the cinema experience. We want going to the cinema to be a night out. It's always been like that ever since, you know, I started at the cinema. We've always been focusing on, you know, making going to the cinema a night out kind of experience. Yeah. That's why we've got like, you know, we've got bars now at the cinema and everything like that. So. Which is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. I don't ever drink at them because mm-hmm. I don't have time. But yep. so Yeah, I'm always that- like running in as the movie starts, yeah. as the opening scene starts. Yeah. Go to go get a coffee from the bar. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. If, I mean, I, I don't know. This is just my perception of it. Like, this is obviously a pretty rough patch for the industry. But I don't imagine it that they'll just disappear. I can't. I can't foresee that. Me as someone that doesn't know anything, purely <laughs> from the fact of, you know, back when 
recorded music, we're talking like long, long time ago, mm-hmm. say a century ago, when recorded music uh, became a possibility for people, yep. the industry was up in arms. Because, oh, why would people go see um, live musicians now? They can just listen to the record at home. That's the That was the opinion that people had. You know, okay. I, I, I guess put them in the same category. It's like, well, as, as big as your TV is going to be and as good of a sound system is that, you, that you're going to have, like going, like the act of leaving your house and going somewhere for a night out is a thing that you can't for sure. replicate. Especially for, sure. for kids um, as well. I remember being a kid and just mum took us to the, the movies because it was like, yo, it's summer and it's fucking hot. Yep. It's air conditioning and yep. it's just like getting out of the house for like two and a half, three hours. Like that sort of thing can't be replaced by any home setup. Mm. As far as I could tell. No. Uh, it was all I can imagine. So, but I mean, I guess the fear is pretty real at the moment for the industry and for the for the cinema owners and whatnot. Yeah, like the, I guess like the attitude right now of um, a lot of the people that's working in cinema right now is are we are we still going to have jobs? Mm-hmm. You know, like what's what's happening if people aren't coming in? How how are we going to you know, like you've got you've got people that need to work there, you know, and um, there's a short, medium term sort of thing. Not talking like long term, ten years time. You're talking in the next like six months, sort of. Yeah, like how, how long can yeah. you sustain the current? Exactly, like the current kind of. Yeah. So it's just like a holding pattern, right? That's it. Well, like it's just the thing is, I think a lot of people go to the movies and they're like, oh man, this this is a this is a lot for for a ticket, and it's just. But you don't make money we don't, off we of don't, tickets. We right? don't really it's... make a lot of money off selling tickets. It's it's the it's the candy bar. That's where we make the money. Is that what it's that... been confirmed, everybody. <laughs> we heard the rumors for years, <laughs> but now it's been confirmed. That's why every time I went to the cinemas, they were like, what's in the bag, mate? Yeah. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> just Nando's, nothing. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. Because it's just like, well, when you, when you really think about it, and I think a lot of people know this as well, it's just like to run a business, you need to you know, pay for the leasing, the so building. a lot yeah. of land. And then like it's like, lot. yeah, that's it. There's so much overheads to consider yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, if, if, if people aren't coming to the cinema anymore, it's just like, okay, cool. We have to, you know, make sure that we can still keep the company afloat by like, you know, reducing our kind of like hours, you know, working there. So if, maybe staffing levels or even our operation hours. So at the moment, I think a lot of cinemas are closing early and not having late night sessions anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Which are already relatively quiet uh, throughout the week anyway, right? Yeah, that's it. So that's kind of been, that was kind of a thing, I think, before even COVID happened or maybe as it was starting to, you know, happen earlier this year. Yeah. Actually, you know, it's interesting. I, didn't, I For some reason, I always thought, and I don't know why I thought that this that movies were always struggling. Mm. I don't know why, but it just seemed like the in, the back, in the back of my mind. What's that? Like, like cinemas? Like sorry. Yeah, like cinemas. Like, I, I don't know why I thought that. Just some yeah. in the back of my mind, like streaming or whatever. I don't know. I just kind of thought that. And so, the, but the fact that cinemas are still going through COVID means that before that, were they doing? well or was it kind of hard because you know if they don't make yeah, much money would, off the th- there would be price, yeah there'll then... be certain periods where we'd be really really like busy and we were doing really well like when avengers endgame oh. came around it, it, we've never seen anything like that since like you know maybe the last harry potter movie or maybe even force awakens or something um there was just a lot of people coming through just sessions selling out left and right you know, us adding sessions, it filling up. 
and everything like that. I think so, I saw it the week it came out and then a week or two after that. And yeah. both sessions were just like packed. Yeah. Sick. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And like trying to get tickets even in that first week yeah. was just impossible. Yeah. It was a really, really cool kind of vibe because, um, yeah, I worked the opening day and we just wanted to do, and I was talking about it before, we wanted to just do more just to enhance um, the customer experience. So we had like, you know, comic book stalls come in and everything. We were giving kind of like merchandise away and signing up people. T-shirt guns. And <laughs> if only we had T-shirt guns, we couldn't get that past, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, the cinemas like will... I think depending on, um, I guess, the releases coming out, sometimes you even have like those those movies that come out that you, that do really well and you didn't even think that it would do well. Like one that I can think of was um, Crazy Rich Asians, which came oh, yeah. out in like 2018, I think. Yeah, that was huge, wasn't it? Um, Worldwide, that was really big. Yeah, it was really big. And it was one of those um, movies that just came along that, you know, the word of mouth just worked for it. And... That movie, just as long as it was out, people were going to see it. So that yeah. was a case of some movies are big because of promo behind it. This was like grass, not grassroots, but there wasn't yeah. as much promo on it. Still, kind of there, cut there, through. Yeah, there was there was promo on it, but it was good word of mouth on it as well. Because like I, I don't think anyone like we had it as a special event kind of movie, like an advanced screening, and it wasn't massive. When you know these advanced screenings we usually do mm. would be massive. But the whole run for that movie just did really well, like gold class selling out and everything like that, even towards the end of its um, theatrical, you know, run. So, mm. yeah, you've got movie. those movies and... Didn't do well in China. Didn't? didn't? No. Oh. Yeah, there you go. There you like, go. So, you do know things. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I listen to podcasts. You sly devil. It didn't, I know that movie didn't do very well in, in China. Um, I have to I, say, I didn't love it. I I didn't like it really. Like my sister loved it. Like I know the people who are listening at home, I am of Asian descent and that wasn't the movie that I wanted to be like the first kind of like commercial release of like representation. Right. Um then the next year the movie The Farewell that came out, that was the movie that I wanted. So Crazy Rich yeah, Asians was that. just, yeah, did, it was more of a, it was, it wasn't really an art house movie. I guess it was, it was more of a lunar release. Um, so more of an independent cinema um, yep. movie, but you know, that was just so rich in culture and, and it was funny and sad and everything about Crazy Rich Asians. This shouldn't be a podcast about Crazy Rich Asians, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll sum it up. But I just felt like it was a little bit shallow. Yeah, that's but, fair. Yeah. It was. I, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, but you know, I am shallow. So there you go. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Is um, the um, is the because f- I know with Trolls right going to demand in the US. I think it was mm. like a split release. It was half. It was demand alongside like select cinemas. Yeah. So what happened was when COVID happened, um, they were like, oh, people need to watch something at home. So they released, you know, trolls. That was, on, the, that was the first kind of instance demand. of this yeah. happening with COVID, right? Yeah, that's that's it. So, um, you know, the studio released trolls on demand for. I, I think it was just a limited time, but it did really, but it did really, really, well. really so well. Or something is that right? Or yeah. I didn't imagine. Oh, no. I don't know the the figures, but that probably sounds about right. <laughs> and then, so Universal was saying, 
we're going to do every release like this from now on, like on demand alongside um, cinemas and the US um, cinema chain AMC were like, we're not showing yeah. any more Universal yeah, movies if they were like, this up. let's boycott the yeah. studio and their releases and everything. So, so is that is that like a kind of a concern that would that if case? Okay, so, say in theory, if that happened, every movie gets on demand alongside cinemas. Do you think that would be an issue? Well, they, it happened with um, Bill and Ted. This, That's true. Um, so that one, yeah, I, I think went on demand before the release in cinemas. Um, so, yeah, there's ne- there's never really a way, like, I don't think that's probably the release to really tell. Like, because yeah. Bill and Ted is just a very, like, they've got their fan base and that's it. So It's not like a block, you can't, you know, say if Mulan had done Split, that'd be a yeah. really good indication. That would be, yeah, for sure. Whether or not. It and, tr- would- and Trolls is a hard one as well, because Trolls, I think it was on demand in March, April time, and then it just got released in cinemas um, just like last six, month. So it's like six months later almost. Yeah, which is surprising it did so well considering that was Tiger King time, you know? That's, we're all obsessed with Tiger yeah, King. everyone's watching Tiger King. Kids, grandparents? Kids watching Tiger... I don't know if you should be letting your son watch Tiger King. <laughs> Maybe certain <laughs> episodes it. of Tiger King, but not all of the episodes. Yeah. The, ki- the kid-friendly version. Yeah, that's it. The cub-friendly version of Tiger King. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah, so like, what do you? I don't know. It's like, what's going to happen? Do you do you think like? Because no, it seems like no one really knows what's going on or what's happening. Like, even the studios don't know the best way to, to deal with this. Um. Yeah, there's no real way to to know what's going to happen. You just have to kind of just go to work and just hear what the new news is, um, and and what we're planning on on doing to you know remind people that the cinemas are, are here we're open and that you can have like a a, a safe experience at the <clears> cinema because um all the cinemas i'm sure are doing like you know covid safety and everything mm. like that our, our cinema is certainly doing it you know having to do cleaning checks every half hour of like the bathrooms and stuff and then like making sure that you know we're we're aware of who's sitting where um, so we're like, you know, cleaning the seats. Um, and then, you know, like we've got sanitize hand sanitizer throughout like the complex as well. So it's just all about kind of encouraging, um, mm. uh, social distancing as well. Uh, so when people book online, it blocks their seats around them as well. So yeah, every, every cinema is doing that. So yeah, we're 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 Which offering an, a safe experience as well, you know, to people. And that's sa- what we're trying to remind people. It kind of sounds like my ideal situation is like everyone's hands are clean and nobody's sitting right next to me in the cinema. That's, that's like it. what I strive for when I pre-COVID that's days. Any time that I go to the cinema and someone asks where do you want to sit, I just say not where any people are. I just want to sit just alone without any kind of distractions or being next to anyone. So, I think it's. I think it's a good thing, you know, like that people aren't getting cramped together in the in the cinema. Are people anymore. following the rules because I know that quite often I will have, say, for example, E seventeen, and some fuck is sitting in E seventeen when I walk into the movies. That's it. Well, like no one, <laughs> oh, like it really depends. Excuse on me, the this people. is my seat, and they go, oh, mate, no one gives a shit. Just go sit somewhere else. <laughs> you know, the most embarrassing that ever happened to me was when I went and saw that movie Edge of Seventeen with Haley Steinfeld. Yep. I was with a friend of mine. We were like the only two dudes. We were like mid twenties ish. Yeah. And there was like a bunch of like 13 year old girls. And then, yeah, we just, I think someone was in our seat and we were like too pussy to go up and, and like get it back. 
Yeah. So we just stole someone else's and we're like, yeah. just, we're holding out, holding out, holding out to the very start of the movie and yep. people walked in. I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a domino effect, isn't yeah. it? You sit in the wrong seat, then that person comes in, then you sit like, yeah, it's just, it, that happens to me all Should the time. Should have gone, so. no, they, they took our seat, take it up with them. Surely you can just rig it yeah. for yourself, can't you? You can just get whatever seat you want. Rig it? Um, yeah, pretty <laughs> pretty much. Rig the... Rig it. Yeah. 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 yeah well, uh, yeah, I can for get any seat. What's the best seat in the cinema? What's the best seat? Oh, the, I'm the wrong person to ask because I'm a side man. I don't like being in the direction. You like the, the side, the very front. I like the side, <laughs> the front, no. I like side middle. Not the very side, but slightly off to the side because I'm just not... Like, I just don't like being around people and I know people don't like the side and that's where I like to just be comfortable hide. and hide. hide out, yeah. Uh, but, like, in in terms of, like, getting the best seats, it's easy for people that work in the cinema to get the best seats just because we know. We know all the, the ins and outs, the tricks. You know how to hack the system. Hack the system, override the system and everything yep. like that. We do have, like, I still don't know... I know I'm pretty sure all the cinemas and even the theatres have this. There are house seats and really? we can't sell house seats. So there's always seats that are empty in the cinema, but we can't, we're not allowed to sell them. But wait, even in a sold out like Avengers Endgame situation? Yeah. What? So wait, who's the house seat for? Royalty. <laughs> Wait, who sits in Katy them? Perry, but like as in, Sheeran. So is that like so the say queen. If, is that because like maybe uh, you want to be able to if like Ed Sheeran walks into your cinema halfway through Avengers and he's like put me in that cinema now you're like well we do have uh, ten seats yes or yep. like, how many do you need Ed Sheeran how tall well, are that's you it. do you need to lay it's, down it, I think yeah. it's in case of a yeah an emergency like that I don't even <laughs> if you call that an Ed Sheeran emergency yeah uh, Katy Perry gets around when she's in Perth. Yeah, like, she she did come to did our you, cinema. Really? Not the, the recent time. Was that no, the- I was just aware of her being there. Yeah. And she watched uh, Interstellar. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I didn't, like, I didn't meet her or anything like that, but there was, like, so many stories about her being in, like, a bike shop mm-hmm. and just wandering around Northbridge and yep. just hanging out. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. She's going cool. to your local and cinema. Thank fuck you had that, spe- that seat ready for her, too. That's it. That's so it. wait, did Ed Sheeran actually do this as well, or was it just Katy Perry? Is that just Ed Sheeran has come to our cinema okay. before really? as well. Yeah, he came and watched the um, movie of the week, which was I think uh, the Amazing Spider Man. Sure. So typical. Got a he got a cheap ticket. Oh wait, he got a cheap Spider-Man? ticket. It wasn't free. Ticket. Well, that- it was the movie of the week. Oh no, we did it. We he paid. He paid. Is that the Sometimes- Andrew Garfield one? Yeah, the Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Plus. the first one. So that was. Well, it's nice to know that Katy Perry is polite and Ed Sheeran's polite. I, I mean, allegedly. Yeah, Katy Maybe Perry. Nice. Like she, she was. She thanked us. Uh, I wasn't there, but I heard she thanked us. Um, and she just quietly left out the emergency exit of the cinema to go into the car park because she didn't want to like. Did it set off an alarm and everyone started like looking and ran towards the alarm? No, nah, it doesn't set off alarms. Hey, leaving out the emergency Fuck. exit. It just interrupts the movie. A lot of people like. It still astounds me that people think that going out the emergency exit is the exit for going into the foyer. Like, it just happens all the time. I'm watching a movie and then just in the corner of my eye, I just see a guy not go out the cinema tunnel, but just head to, towards the front of the screen and open the emergency exit. No, no, no. And then you just see, like, some daylight or moonlight or whatever come in and you're just like... Oh, wait, let's, let's, let's talk about the local industry, like, quickly in terms of, yeah, like, cool. productions and stuff like yeah, that. Cool. Because... 
how is like obviously WA we're in a pre- pretty good position, but I know yeah. Queensland they've recommenced filming the Elvis Presley mm-hmm. biopic with Tom Hanks and Thank how's yes. um, yeah and they've added cast to the like I I don't know if it that meant like them stopping production meant that they had more time to like cast more actors because you know like i think dacre montgomery got attached and like some other like big names yeah you know how in terms of like filming locally in australia how has that changed since covid and things have yeah it's it's constantly changing um with however with whatever happens next really like you know with like for example with this um production shutting down the elvis presley biopic they would have had to be kind of reconfiguring like, you know, COVID safety kind of like, it's not really legislation, but I would say it's probably guidelines that they've probably put together mm. to ensure people don't get COVID on on the sets. So that's what's kind of been going on, you know, behind the scenes, you know, as people are getting COVID on 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 these sets. As Tom Hanks is handing out COVID. That's it, yeah. Well, that, that's, a, that's really interesting that I guess... <clears throat> that production specifically would have to be putting these things in place knowing that the production has already suffered a yep. COVID incident. Well, yeah. like well the, masked, the masked singer had to shut down as well because I think um, one of, the, one of the, the crew members or something got COVID as well. So that was one of the, the, the big topics, I think, when we were like... Because um, we, we have a film festival here called Cinefest Oz and I... I I don't know if this is correct, but I think it might have been the first film festival to kind of go ahead. In the um, world? Possibly in the world. Definitely in Australia, um, but possibly in the world, um, just because, you know, like we're, we're doing pretty well here. So um, there were seminars that happened and we would talk about, you know, like what's, how how the, you know, the how everything's changed with this, the whole COVID situation and how we can go into production safely again. So... You know, the Masked Singer was one of the topics where, you know, like, you know, people have got COVID and stuff, so we have to shut down, but we have to relook at things and see what 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 happened and how we can avoid that from happening again. So they're putting, like, COVID safety officers and supervisors, like, as a part of the crew now. You've got, like, hygiene controllers and stuff. So people are kind of, like, making sure that they're getting, like, you know, their, their gear kind of, like wiped down and cleaned, you know, consistently um, before shooting at a location. It gets kind of like thoroughly cleaned out as well. Um, so, yeah, there's just a lot of like, it's it, it's a really interesting time because it's just like, you know, um, it's it's kind of created new jobs, this this whole thing. Interesting. Yeah, because like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have had a COVID person on set before. Now um, you do. So you've, and now you do and you have a whole team of, of people as well like and they need to be across like how the crew and cast are, are you know getting fed as well just to ensure you know covid safety so all the food being you know maybe packaged instead of like being kind of like open and everything like that just stuff you wouldn't think of yeah the um actually kind of ties into this so troy you're a fan of glow the netflix series right i like glow the netflix series yes have you have you seen that I have, yeah. I yeah. love Glow. Yeah. They so they cancelled yeah. the next. Well, they were meant to have one more season, but they cancelled it, and apparently it's because there's no way to film it without like they're all wrestling, so there's no way to yeah. <laughs> so that's a WWE who just didn't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that was the reason. I thought it was just like Netflix just canning a good show. Well, that m- might have been because Netflix is yeah, but Wanda. Netflix is pretty good about letting people 
like letting shows, finish things. Yeah, finish. I think and, I think it might yeah. have been it would it would have taken too long for them to get going again, and all the other act all the actors have other things yeah. they can do, and yeah. So I think yeah, that might have been part of the reason, but that was heartbreaking. And apparently, yeah. um, a lot of the cast found out via an article oh, that went online. Oh. So imagine that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's 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 horrible. It seems like, I don't know, from watching the show and then like, because I follow like, you know, Alison Brie yep. on on Instagram and stuff. It seemed like that she was quite involved because she directed, I think, a couple of episodes mm. as well. Like, it just seems a bit strange that some of the cast would only find out, you know, through other means. Mm. Yeah. But I guess like with everything going on in the US, everyone's, you know, like staying indoors or whatever. Like yeah. maybe the, the way to communicate to people is... Is a bit difficult these days. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You mean, surely they all have phones. Yeah, they have phones. They've got email. Yeah, it's sad. It's really sad. Damn. Bunch of dickheads. Mm. Who? Who's a dickhead? You, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, everybody. Well, you know what? Well played. That mm. sucks. Well, I think... Is there any... Yeah, have we, have we missed anything? Have we covered everything across cinema? Everything? I think we have, you know... Um, but people are still going to the cinema. Like, not everyone's going to the cinema. I don't know what the reasons are for people not going to the, the is cinema. It, is there a split of people who go because of new releases and people who go because of, like, the experience, do you think? And the I think you've got, go- you've got people that are regulars, that are always going. People that go see nearly every movie that comes out. You've got those kind of regulars and stuff. Then you've got people that look for it to be an activity, you yeah. Know? So, because like there, there are people you know out there that rely on going out, you know, just to kind of get through the day and have and have activities mm. and everything like that as well. So, yeah, it's it's kind of a mix right now of like, yeah, there there aren't those blockbusters coming out, and I think some people maybe aren't comfortable going to the cinema yet as well. Um, mm. What was the last movie you saw, Dan? Um, the last movie I saw was Bill and Ted. Oh, that's cool. At the movie. Yeah, yeah cool. Movies. It was, it was, uh, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was great. A lot of people yeah. think that it sucks, but I liked it. Did they? I thought it got pretty good reviews. I thought but it was, I thought it was pretty good. I like it. It sort of, uh, it changes everything about the first two movies though. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. Like, the it, time travel. Yeah. It, or, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, con- like, and the, <laughs> and the conclusion, like it kind of, I don't want to spoil it. Have you, have you seen it? No. Oh, so yeah. Mm. Like the ending of that movie kind of undoes everything in the past two movies. So yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, it's all right though. It still had like a really good it's kind Bill of and message Ted, like, what do you at the want? end. Like, you it was, to- yeah. Well, like it was the kind of movie that you want during this time. Cause it is, it is really positive. It's mm. feel good. So, um, yeah, Bill and Ted was one of the last movies I saw. Is it still out? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's still showing. It. Yeah. We're gonna see it right now. Should we, go watch, should we take these mics? Yeah. Go in there. We'll do the podcast. Do, live. do, do the old. Don't you know who I am? Do the old. Sit me next to Katy Perry. <laughs> yep. Oh, what was the last movie that you saw, Troy? Um, for me, it was uh, at the actually, cinema. It's actually Knives Out. Yeah. Wow. Last year, so it's, it's been a while. Okay. I suggested it to my partner. I was like, "Hey, let's go see this movie, Knives Out. It's supposed to be pretty good." And I liked it. <laughs> Troy and I have been to a few movies together. We uh, the last one we tried to we wanted, wanted to go see Super Troopers. Yeah, Super but Troopers. The, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. but it was in movies for like three days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very long. eh? very, very limited. I saw it. It's not as good as the first one. Yeah, have you seen it yet? Uh, yes. Had to watch it at home. Mm. I remember the other time that happened to me was when I really wanted to see Sin City Two, 
and it was gone Ooh. a week after it came out. Oh, it was not good. Yeah, that's what. But still, you'd think like you'd get more than a week. Yeah, and, there's uh, some. Do movies- the studios get annoyed if cinema? Did, did, okay, sorry, who decides that? Who decides? Well, really, there's a there's something put in place like the studio makes an agreement with the cinema to work out how long these cinemas uh, these movies will stay in the cinema for. So usually they do most releases get a month at least. So what happens if something gets pulled after a week? Is that like the cinema's been like, look, guys, this is not working. No one's buying tickets. It really depends on the movie, hey? Because yeah. it's just like there are movies that come along where the studio is just like, you have to have these sessions. There needs to be a morning, an afternoon, and a night session at least, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's that's really how it works. The studio kind of gives us the content and with there's an agreement put in place of how to treat the content. Um, but a lot of the time, if it's an Australian movie, who for some reason, Australian movies don't get a lot of like run. They don't get a long theatrical run. Yeah. That's probably a good, another topic I think is yeah. like Australian content for uh, another for sure. episode. Cause yeah. there's so much Aussie content that could be propped up in cinemas now, but it's not really being utilized or people aren't thinking about it when it comes to, yeah. Well, it's so ongoing, like, right now. I think even Dune got pushed back, Yeah, I think, till October 2021. It's, which is crazy, mm-hmm. right? Like, a, a whole yeah. year. Can you yeah. can you imagine being a creative or an actor involved with that and just this thing you've worked on so yeah. hard, it just gets keep getting pushed it's, back and pushed back yeah. and pushed it's back. It's an interesting the, one. Cause the excitement and that yeah. behind it would kind yeah. of... Well, did you guys watch those, um, those uh, reunion episodes that um josh gad did on youtube no but that was like to do with uh like ferris bueller's day off yeah he did ferris bueller's day off and he did ghostbusters and um the the cast uh, comes together and they kind of reminisce about it it. or what do they do do they that's it so they they had um, is that one of those ones uh, i've seen a lot of script reads no no there was just more like just kind of q a's and everything Mm -hmm. and kind of just you know asking how everyone's doing and everything like that and just like funny things that happen behind the scenes and everything and then special guests so they had for the ghostbusters um the guy that did the ghostbusters um theme song Ray Parker Jr. um that's it there you go you know your trivia so uh, yeah he played the song and stuff for the for the outro but during the the whole kind of like chat um they had the the director of the new one so ghostbusters afterlife so i think that's the son of the original director yeah, yeah. ivan reitman what's what's his name what's the director's uh, name the the, the jason son's reitman? name or, jason reitman yeah. that's it so he was actually chatting about like you know the the movie being pushed back and everything and he was just saying like this is actually great for me because this gives me the opportunity to spend more time in the editing room and really fix the has movie has it been filmed yeah it's all That's all right, because some of those uh, actors coming back to that film were getting pretty old, so mm-hmm. if it wasn't filmed, you might be a bit worried, but... That's it. Yeah, they're yeah. the ghosts in the new movie. Because <laughs> they're so old. <laughs> like Ivan Reitman. <laughs> He's dead. He's not even in the... Is he in the original movie? I don't know. He might him, have made a cameo. No, Harold Ramis is in it, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's unfortunately gone. Yeah. How morbid. It's his final role. He's oh. been preparing for it for... 35 years being a ghost no he didn't pass 35 years ago <laughs> no like, but like, like are you saying that he knew he was going to pass away before no what i'm saying is ghostbusters was like 1985 or maybe 1984 the original one he started preparing for ghostbusters his role in the new one back 35 years ago yeah okay because he's dead now yeah i don't know what's going on. what an arc <laughs> yeah <laughs> likes to bring it full circle yeah. just like this podcast yeah mm. 
shout out to my friend uh, Jay mm. for uh, mm. saying to me, oh, hey, have you yeah. seen the new trailer for Dune? And I thought he said Doom. Uh, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, great. Another movie starring The Rock. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, like, I looked at me like I was a fucking dickhead. Like, oh, no. I, I, the next day I read on Twitter, like, Dune. It's like, oh. I should watch that trailer and it was pretty good. Is there so. a Doom movie with The Rock? Like the yeah. Old, the the, the old video game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, starring Carl Urban. Is it out? Yeah. Yeah. This came, it out, came like, out ages ago. Yeah, like 15 years ago. The only oh. good part of it is just this one sequence where it looks like the video game. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why wasn't the whole thing like that? Because then you wouldn't have seen any of the actors because it was all like from the, how do you call it? What do you call it? First, first person. First person yeah. point of view. That'd be a good movie. That's a good idea for a movie. It wasn't. Yeah. Well- there was a movie though called um, what was it? It was all shot on a GoPro. Yes, the, yeah. Um, so it was the very similar Blonde to Camp it. One is that the one that you're talking about? Yeah, uh, it came out maybe three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's the guy that did um, District Nine. Yep. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, something. Camera was called, but yeah, another one. Yeah. You see it though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see it either, but yeah, that didn't do well. So maybe it's not a good idea for a movie. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us here today. Oh, uh, my pleasure. On that sucks podcast. Uh, it has been our pleasure. Hey, if uh, anyone wants to find you on the internet, you got anything you want to plug? Do I have anything I want to plug? Well, actually- Except for the yeah, cinema why not? you apparently want to keep a secret from everybody. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Uh, I'm going to keep that a secret. No one knows where I work. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a producer in my spare time, I guess, um, when I'm not working at the cinema. So, you can find me on Instagram at DT underscore producer. Um, I did an end of fashion music video. Cool. Uh, just recently, Hot off the so press. you can see that on YouTube. Is it on out the now? Vivo, yeah, it's out what's, now. What's the song? It's called Breakthrough. Breakthrough, yeah. So you can check out what you know I do on the as my side hustle. Um, and I just did a music video recently for an upcoming rap artist called FKA Frankie. There you go. So you know, look out for formerly known as yes. yeah. What's his name now though? So just so uh, you can find him. Well. It's FKA Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> My mind just exploded just then. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, this weekend, I think uh, TVC is coming on uh, to your free-to-air channels uh, for Western Power, which I did some locations on. So, there you go. There's some plugs Sick. for you there. Good. Jesus. Thank you. Lots check check all those things out. Um, and uh, if you want to hear more podcasts or more of this, head to thepodcasts.com.au on the Handshake Agency. I'm Dan Cribb. I'm Troy Nababan. Nababan. And we'll see you in two weeks.